goodness. Good morning, church. Man, it is a... Hey, back there, how are you? Good, good. I forgot, uh, forgot a bottle of water. If I could trouble somebody as a man of importance to go get me a bottle of water. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Just kidding. I am of no importance whatsoever. But um, the words I plan to share today are of great importance. So it would be good if I could speak without um, having issues there. Let me get my act together here briefly. It's, uh, we'll be in Romans 3 today. If, you, if you're here last week, the Scripture pa- passage alone was like an oratory. It took a while to read through it. Uh, we just talked about it in a small group. As part of the reason our, our uh, class went long is um, there was a lot to cover last week. When I organize these sermons, when, when Mike and I talk about this and we divvy these up, our goal is to try to cover pieces of Scripture that, that interrelate, not to go too far with an idea, not to try to take uh, maybe pieces of Scripture that are targeting different thoughts or different aspects, maybe of salvation or who God is, and try to get through all of it in one shot. Last week's chunk of sermon, while very long, really kind of just applied to Paul's working through the conviction of there are people. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks so much. There are people who will be. Uh, there are people who are unrighteous, but also there are people who think they are God's people who are also very unrighteous. Some might argue even more unrighteous. And that that theme of Paul, who is very vociferous. Uh, very much a teacher, almost a lawyer in the way that he writes, is making this point. And it continues a little bit in today's uh, sermon, but this is, I think, kind of the crux of that. What, what he was driving towards, what he was hinting at yet last week, uh, Paul really doubles down on a conclusion to that today. And then as, we, as Mike, uh, Mike will be back next week, um, we, we see kind of, so What? Okay, all right, so maybe we are all bad, but what does that mean? So the name of the sermon is You Are Guilty, and you'll see uh, where this comes from as we go through it. So if you've got your Bibles, we'll be in Romans 3, uh, just half of a book today. You're not doing a book and a half, so let's go a little bit quicker. But if you'd like to follow along, it should be on your screen. Then what advantage has the Jew, or what value? what is the value of circumcision? Much in every way. To begin with, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. What if some are unfaithful? Does their faithlessness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means. Let God be true, though everyone were a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged. But if our unrighteousness serves to show the righteousness of God, what shall we say? That God is unrighteous to inflict wrath on us? I speak in a human way. By no means. For then how could God judge the world? But if through my lie God's truth abounds to his glory, why am I still being condemned as a sinner? And why not do evil that good may come, as some people slanderously charge us with saying? Their condemnation is just. What then? Are we Jews any better off? No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin, as it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. In their paths are ruin and misery. In the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped, and the whole world may be held accountable to God. 
For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. Let's pray. More heavy words, Lord. Um, As we talk about sin and we talk about the condemnation that comes from sin, uh, Lord, help us to be open-minded to understand that um, this is not Paul just beating people up to take joy. Uh, It's not my goal here to make people feel terrible about themselves, to feel unworthy, uh, uh, that they should leave the church, that they're not welcome here, that God doesn't love them or anything like that, Lord. The things that we are not worthy of are numerous, uh, but you chose to send your son here to die and save us. That is incredibly good news. And help us today, Lord, as we study more about what Paul is teaching us about your character and the nature of the law and the nature of us under that law, to understand that we are without hope, without you. It's in your sons of my prayer. Amen.